This is my dedicated to my father episode. The Matt Miller Real Podcast. The Matt Miller Real Podcast. So I just ate two hot dogs, if you can believe that. I ran out of hot dog buns. I had uh, one with hot dog bun, and I had one on a piece of sourdough bread with a mustard and pickles. Let me tell you, the one on the hot dog bun, it was a Hawaiian hot dog roll, and it was it was quite good. I microwaved the dogs, in case you want to know. I nuked them, as they say. I saw Oppenheimer, so now I'm talking in nuke terms. And then the one on sourdough, that one wasn't that great. It was fine. Sourdough. You'd think a nice piece of sourdough. Well, it was cold. It was in the fridge, and I didn't heat it up, the piece of sourdough, and it was just underneath the hot dog. Not the best. Not the ideal way to deliver the, the food. But I'm getting way off topic here. I uh, I stopped the record. I was burping. I'm drinking fucking soda. I'm starting this like I normally would. But, you know, uh, so I took a few weeks off from podcasting. I know I took the I had the status episode went up because I had previously, you know, had that episode. And uh, my computer's really loud behind this. I hope, uh, you know, it doesn't take over all the audio. This is going to be an audio only in case you wanted to see the video. But, yeah, so I put that up. So what happened was my dad passed away, right? My dad passed away. And then, so I took a few weeks off, you know, to grieve. So I didn't do the pa- the podcast. I, uh, yeah, so there you go. So the podcast dedicated to my father. He would like the opening talking about hot dogs, you know. He liked to eat food. <laughs> he was a man who liked to eat, in case you didn't know. He would also like me talking about how loud my computer is behind the mic. But yeah, I was there, uh, so my family wasn't going to stay there and and uh, when they pulled the life support off and I stayed uh, there a night and then through the night uh, watching his body, you know, as he's slowly dying as they, they're feeding him fentanyl, right? Fentanyl and what else did they give him? What's the other fucking anxiety drug? Ativan. Ativan, which I got to I gotta find it online. I did a set on Ativan where I was very chill. A comedy set years ago. It was the only time I ever did Ativan, but Ativan makes you super chill. So he was on fentanyl and Ativan. I don't know if you guys know about when people die, what they, how they, how they direct it. So what happened was he had a uh, like some kind of heart attack, or it wasn't a heart attack. It was another heart thing. He had some kind of heart thing put into his chest, and then yeah, my mom found him on the floor in the basement. You know, I like to just let all my uh, talk about all my family things on the podcast. Sometimes I think about it, I'm like, why am I describing this to no one? This seems like this is replacement for therapy, but I'm just letting you guys know where I am. I just want to show the human experience. What am I doing here? Anyhow, so my mom found, I'm always introspective, always in my head, always thinking. Found my, my dad's father in the basement, and she gave him CPR. And she, yeah, she she did it real good that it broke one of his ribs, but he, you know, he remained alive. And then he went to a hospital, and then they airlifted him to another hospital. This was all in Boston. And then they were like, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty messed up. So, yeah. So then I actually, this is a, not a fun fact, but so, in the morning, I, I slept over at the hospital watching my dad. And then the morning of, me and my brother got a little Starbucks, munched on that. And then we went to my mom's house to go drop some stuff up or pick some... I was going to stay over at one of my buddies' house, 
who lived near the hospital. So I was going to back to my mom's house. Like I left my dad there as he was still passing away. And I went back to my, yeah, my mom's house to get my stuff to drop off at my buddy's house. Uh, cause I was going to stay there. Yeah. As I, as I waited for my father to pass, cause I was reading, it could take anywhere from, you know, an hour to weeks for someone to die after life support. Um, but then on the way back, of course, I was with my buddy. We, we, we went to a movie theater parking lot and, uh, we smoked a little there, you know, and that slowed us down and then we were driving and then I got a call in the middle of driving, uh, on the way back to the, the hospital that like my dad had died and I wasn't there and I'm like oh no maybe if I wasn't smoking in the parking lot but the thing is whatever that's what I'm gonna do with my buddy Mike I'm actually not too regretful of that I spent a lot of time with my dad but I did get there and I got to see his uh, body and yeah so there you go just smoking in a movie theater parking lot as your father passes away smoking smoking drugs just dealing with dealing with grief it was crazy when he when he called or when my mom called to tell me that my 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 dad had died i was like we had this my mom bought all this kind of junk food to help make her feel good you know release the nice dopamine she bought all these donuts so she just had these things like these three things of donuts and i was munching them down like nobody's business and then i had the six six things of donuts in the car and after the phone call i just like I think there was only four left. Maybe four left. I just ate them all as a thing to do. Ate them. My buddy was like, do you want to smoke? And I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking smoke now. So I just ate all the donuts. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then we had a nice small funeral. And uh, I learned that that song that's like, these are the days, turn, turn, turn. I don't even remember the song. If you know that song with those words, it was like, based off some Jewish poem or something, and that was said during the funeral, and yeah, afterward we ate cold cuts, <laughs> so this is where I've been, this happened weeks ago now, so now I'm, I'm podcasting again, just bringing you back to my reality, and you know, and you know, if you've been listening for a while, that my family's a little, a little kooky, a little screwy and loose, and so my mom had like, prior to my father's death, like, excommunicated a lot of her children, right? So, like, when my dad died, she needed help from the kids, so I remember, like, she wanted my brother to call the house, but the number was blocked. (laughs) It's not, (laughs) it's not funny, but that's, uh, that's a thing. Uh, so they had to unblock it, and then she wanted to text someone else, and they had to unblock the text. She had to learn how to unblock things, because she had (laughs) blocked all these people out of her life. I don't, there's like this whole scenario of like how she wrote this letter to my sister about like how they're like, you know, they're be, they're going to be distant now from each other uh, because of the, because yeah, I think my siblings, uh, so the big fight was over like, so my mom wasn't very nice to my dad, right? I've spoken about this in the podcast a lot. She, she would hit him and verbally tell him he's like, like bad insults all the time and tell us that he's a bad dad she was really shitty to him all the time and then her excuse if you bring it up to her face is always like well you don't know our relationship you don't know how he treated me and i'm like yeah but you can't that's still not a nice way to treat someone (laughs) i'm just airing this is true therapy shit but i'm not 
I don't want to tell a therapist. I want to use it as story for entertainment. I'm an entertainer. <laughs> this is such like a narcissistic, egotistical thing. I'm like, I got to use this as entertainment. But I, I mean, I actually, I don't know. I just want to put it out there for people to listen to. I don't know if people ever listen to if people talk about their situations with uh, people dying and then their own fucking family things. Ooh, I used the F-bomb there. But uh, yeah, so my mom's been real shitty to my dad and then like he's kind of, He's not a real emotional person. He won't say I love you and he won't do like he needs to very much be told what to do, I guess, like romantically or something. And or something. What else could it be? I don't know. But so there was like my dad had heart surgery and then like uh, I don't want to go into it fully, but like some of this stuff of the past started coming out. <laughs> and my mom didn't like that one bit that we were even talking about it. Uh, talking about things that she did that was bad when she was younger, like bad shitty things she did as a mom because she can't handle like the situation. So we all just, because we weren't really allowed to have emotions as children, only her emotions matter and it mattered. And if we had a problem, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't turn to her. <laughs> so like, uh, and then like, if we noticed bad stuff, we weren't allowed to point it out or anything. So we had to keep all our emotions inside, you know, does this make sense? Hold them all inside. So then, like, eventually, as adults, we're just like, I can't believe you were fucking hitting our father and insulting him for so much of our lives, you know, being so shitty and other shitty things you did. And then she just didn't want to, like, she's like, whenever you would bring up, like, any kind of negative thing she did, she would, I guess it was called gaslighting, right? They'd be like, that didn't happen. That never happened. These things didn't happen. Both my parents would say that. And, uh, like, denying us seeing shitty stuff. <laughs> There was one time, see, this is like quick memories of like, uh, quick memories, here they come, of my mom just hitting my sister and my dad restraining her, and then my mom being like, if you don't stop restraining me, I'm going to tell the cops you were hitting me. And I'm like, damn, what kind of maniacal ways is this lady living, watching too many Lifetime movies? She did used to watch a lot of Lifetime movies, in case you've ever seen them. But yeah, no, I mean, the whole situation, yeah, and then my now my dad has passed, and he was only 72 and that's you know that's fairly young fairly that's very young right and uh you know you can only help i mean who's to say what you know what happened there and he was supposed to be on like he a nice uh eating schedule and like last time i saw him like i was still part of the family unit you know so last time i saw him we ate at a nice longhorn and i watched him ate like eat like a nice piece of fried chicken and like this sugary strawberry lemonade drink and then drop a big old doosums that reeked. <laughs> Sorry, my dad, he's a big fan of humor. Scatological humor. That's his, his favorite kind. <laughs> but, uh, and I just feel like, yeah, he was eating the wrong stuff. I don't know who's, I mean, stress in his life, you know, uh, yeah, lots of things contributed to it, and it's just pretty rough. And then my mom was always treating him like shit, and I'm sure that didn't help, right? I don't want to accuse anything, but I'm sure that didn't help. All that being treated shitty all the time definitely didn't help. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm talking to my mom now. I talk to her on the phone every now and then. She's, yeah, because she's still crazy, like, because she can't do paperwork, because she's never done paperwork, because my dad's done everything, you know, and, like, she's always had someone doing stuff for her, her whole life, so, 
she calls and complains about paperwork or whatever, and she misses my dad. We all miss my dad, you know. I'm not saying that to sound however I just sounded. I'm talking through. I'm holding a toothpick. I got dirty nails. I'm just picking out all the stuff in my dirty nails during this because I can't help but fidget in a podcast. I fucking... Okay, so I hurt my finger playing basketball, and it's all jammed up, and I've been like... And I didn't want to go to the doctor, so I self-diagnosed. And it's been a few weeks, and it's still puffy as fuck. Do you think it broke? I don't know. I've kept it in a sprint, a, a finger splint with tape around it. We need to get off. I'm going completely off tangent here. This is my dedicated to my father episode. But yeah, I I, uh, I love my dad. We Within the last year, I got him to say it aloud to me, which is pretty wild. And yeah, last time I saw him, we were working on a puzzle. I think I was even talking about it on the podcast, maybe. And that's relevant because I don't know, but we were working on a puzzle together, and uh, we had a nice time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's why I haven't been around, you know, my dear old pop. I remember I was trying to bring up so the week before my dad passed, I brought up the fact there was one time my dad got like, I believe my mom has pushed my dad down the stairs and like, excuse me. One time hit him in the head with a keyboard. And that's a lot. But the key, I mean, it caused him to have like his head to bleed and like his forehead was all bloody. I remember and he picked me up from work with a bloody forehead. And I was bringing this up to them, my parents, and they denied it ever happened. And my, my, my dad was said like, oh no, it was an accident. My mom's like, yeah, no, that never happened. And they're like, how would you know that that happened? And I'm like... Well, my sister told me, and they're like, oh, your sister's probably lying. And I'm like, what kind of fucking shit? My sister's not lying to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's really hard to describe my family situation in a way that's adequate, that really makes you understand. Because, you know, you just forget things as you get older. I haven't lived in the house in years at this point. You just move on from your, your past traumas, you know. Um, at the, at the funeral was, so my, my, I have a brother that's like estranged from the family and he has an estranged wife. <laughs> Those may be the wrong words, but she was at the funeral with, the, with, uh, I guess there would be my, uh, nieces, all my nieces. It's my half brother, my half nieces, full nieces, uh, with her, with her husband. And I haven't seen her. This may have been the first time I've seen her. And like those nieces, I've no, have I seen her before? I definitely have. I don't even know, you know? It's hard to tell how life is, but, you know, there were old nieces. One was about to graduate uh, high school, so there you go. But those, I saw them, and I believe I saw maybe one of them when they were real young. And, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, so I've, I have a brother that kind of excommunicated himself from the family, but I saw his family there. And that's a, and that's a fun fact about the old funeral Okay, somebody asked, Matt, what's some trivia? Oh, my estranged brother's estranged wife. They're not he's not together with his wife. There's a new husband. I mentioned that. Was at my father's funeral. I read one of the, the poems, the Jewish poems. We had we had a nice Jewish thing going on. Because <laughs> my dad's a big Jew. <laughs> Ugh, no time to laugh. But enough. I remember there was one time with my dad that like I don't know what joke I made, but he, like he really started cracking up and he was tearing up and he's like, "Oh, I never get to laugh like that," and that was a nice thing to do for him that one time. So I'm like OCD. I've, I've mentioned this before. I'm very OCD, and one of my early weird OCD things was like 
we were renting movies. We would always rent movies all the time when I was younger. And we rented uh, Perfect Storm, the per- A Perfect Storm or whatever. You know that movie? And then, like, we had it. It was, like, hot at the time. It was, it was going off the shelves. My dad wanted to watch it. And then we convinced him to watch, like, some Santa Claus movie and put it back. And then the people working at the store were like, oh, you want to put back this A Perfect Storm? Like, this is hot off the shelves. This is the last one in the store. And he's like, yeah, we want to watch this movie. <laughs> like as kids we convinced my dad to not watch that movie and watch this other one and then uh like as an as an ocd child i'm like oh no because like i felt bad that he didn't get to watch the movie he wanted to watch so i was just like uh i would think about this is such a weird thing to talk about but i would think about watching that movie with him i would constantly think about my in my mind i'm like we got to watch that movie i gotta make for make up for that time we didn't watch it because i felt bad he didn't get to watch the movie does that make sense? I kind of spaced out in the middle of talking there, but I think I explained it because uh, <laughs> I was trying to remember remember well. I have weird OCD things like that where I just keep rethinking over something weird like that, and eventually I just stopped. I was like, "Oh man, I gotta watch this movie with him at some point." Yeah, to make up for not doing it, I'm saying I'm doing it OCD right now. I'm just repeating the same thing. But that's just how my crazy mind works. If you if you want to enter into the mind of Matt Miller. The mind of Matt Miller. The one true mind that brings the podcast to the, the listeners so they can hear. So yeah, uh, RIP, it's weird to say. It's not, it's, it's a bad, RIP to my father. It's, pre- it's pretty, it's, I don't know, I don't know what to say about it. I'm saying it in a pub, and I'm not trying to get sympathy. <laughs> what what else is there to say here? I hope you guys enjoyed that. Maybe I'll I'll do a second part on it if more comes to mind. But I just wanted to you know catch you up on where my mind's been, how the podcast hasn't been airing airing, but out there. And I've been here, and I've been trying to make content. I've been trying to make songs. I've been trying to live, a, you know, a fun little silly life. So, I love my dad. And I just killed a fly on the table. And follow me at Matt Miller Real. <laughs> it seems like I'm I'm using, uh, you know, if you bring if you you bring a personal shit public, I don't want to use it as like a way. Whatever. I don't whatever. I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. Like I'm trying to gain like sympathy views. Like, oh we gotta Oh, we have to like this episode. He was talking about his dad. Feel however you feel about this episode, okay? I don't whatever. Matt Miller Real. Matt Miller Real Comedy on YouTube. I'm gonna go I gotta go rap a little song. I wrote a little song for this little silly video that involves my broken finger. I'm gonna rap it so Stay chill out there. Life's life's too short to waste, so don't waste your life. Live strong. Goodbye. It's the Matt Miller, Matt Miller Real Podcast. It's the Matt Miller, Matt Miller Real Podcast.